Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? And this is episode 37. How you been? How you been? Chilling, man. Just fucking just hanging out, playing some, uh, got into some Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, 14. Ooh, getting into new MMO, yo. That's like a relationship right there. Yo. You gotta... I mean, it's more like getting back <laughs> into an old MMO, because... You know, um, I actually had a level 50 character, so it wasn't too bad. Oh, nice. I, was, I was ready for the first expansion. I guess okay. I, I guess I made it to the end of the content from there, and then I was like, I, I don't know. What there I was no in-game content time. at that time, because yeah, I played. Yeah, because yeah, I played. I think I got my character up to level 40, but um, you had stopped playing by then. And it, the, the game was in a very primordial state, and it was even after the relaunch, which was good, but just coming from wow it was yeah, not engrossing exactly. enough mm-hmm. and so um i stopped playing as well but i don't know man I, you, you got to have a solid relationship if you want to play an mmo while in a relationship <laughs> with multiple responsibilities because yeah pretty time consuming it can be mm-hmm. pretty much most of my time uh, uh since i got it was just spent doing the old quest just so i could get to start just so I can start enjoying the new DLC content. I ah, see. Man, I'm tempted. Because I've been wanting to find a, a good MMO. But, um, yeah, I doubt I have the time. I mean, I could try. But it, the thing is, is it's like there's mad things on the priority list higher. But right, it is what it is. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I just want to start out. We haven't even we haven't even started the show yet. We over here rapping. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to the post office, man. Shit is under fire, bro. All them postal workers out there, man, it's a thankless job. And, you know, I really hate the, the idea that it's popular. Uh, it's popular consensus that the post office is not run well and is underfund and is a loss uh, in profits every year, which is absolutely false. Like when you look at the actual scope and scale of what the post office does versus how small and minimum minimal a lot of the fuck ups are. Now don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of postal workers who are pieces of shit. Like I used to know a dude who used to work for the post office and he ended up getting going to federal prison for, for jack and checks. You That's know what I mean? Like there's scumbags in the post office. I'm not saying that everyone in the postal service is a saint. But right, right. the postal service as a whole is a is a is one of the better government organizations out there. To say the least, you know what I mean? And so I wanted to give a shout out to postal workers, the good ones out there still, you know, out there on the front line doing difficult work. Appreciate you. Um, but yeah, we have a random smattering of news today. Went out with some with some interesting uh, uh, convo. But yeah, have you been watching anything as of late? <clears throat> Not really. The only thing uh, I've just been catching up on some stand up in, okay. in the background. Same. Of um uh this black guy I just uh, caught his stuff. His name is Jack Knight. That dude is pretty funny. Oh, was he okay? I, I'm not familiar. Yeah, I, he's very new to me. I've I've never really never heard his stuff prior to this weekend, but I had to remember his name because my dude is funny. He's got that. <clears throat> excuse me. He's got that thing that uh, uh good comedians do where they um where they'll hook you with like a ridiculous premise up top. They'll say some <laughs> wild left left wing shit, and you're just like, what the hell? And then they just like hit you with a punchline, and they just build on that punchline continuously. Like that's that's he has a really good style for that. Okay, 
<clears throat> so it's delivery. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. Hey, I got. I love good delivery. I do love because poor delivery can really ruin a good yeah, comic. This is true. And mediocre delivery, while it won't ruin a comic, it'll definitely it's noticeable. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that he's got got a, a good shtick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And he spells his name weird too. There's no C in his name. It's just J A K. Which I'm like, what? Mm, okay. And uh, another one was Ted Alexandro. Um, it's called, I think his special, that one was actually an hour special that was on YouTube. And I think his, 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 uh, the title was, uh, senior, senior class of earth or some shit mm-hmm. like that. But he ended up being pretty funny. I like, I like, uh, his delivery, but I just really like his, he has really good observational humor. Okay. Very good observational humor. I fucks with it, but that's pretty much all I've really been watching. Catching them for some anime on the side. Okay. I caught, um, I caught I caught a a good stand up that I really enjoyed, and then I watched something else that kind of middle of milk toast on. But yeah, <laughs> the stand up was Twenty Three Hours to Kill with uh, by Jerry St- Jerry Seinfeld. Nice. I that was that actually out. I'm I like Jerry Seinfeld. He's got a lot of so older, more cool. mature comedy, and and not to say that he doesn't have new material. And that's what I appreciate about him is that he does stay relatively up to date with his material. You know what I mean? Because he uses enough uh, contemporary references that, you know, because he's been around for what 40 years. Mm -hmm. And so it'd be really obvious if he was using old jokes. Oh, yeah. No, no. That doesn't really work for big comedians like that. Yeah. I mean, like most of the times before they do the hour long specials, they shop it around for at least a year. Mm. Because I've been enjoying his own comedians in the cars getting coffee. Yeah. And so it was it was a real treat to to watch his stand-up. So I highly recommend it. That was fun. And then um I'll preface this by saying I I in no way wish to slander Michelle Obama <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> okay, silly. I have a huge amount of respect for her as a black woman in America. And so anything critical I say of her is meant just as that. A critique of my my opinion on what I watched, okay. Mm-hmm. That so that being said, she put out a Netflix thing called Becoming. Um, I, I I'm not sure if it was a documentary. It, it's a it's it's kind of following her on her book tour. Okay. And I just it was it wasn't my cup of tea. Well, it sounds like a book promotion. Yes, it's probably. I guess. I fast forwarded through significant portions of it because it just wasn't it. I wasn't interested whatsoever. Like there's a time point where she's doing an Oprah interview, and I'm just like, you know, my stance on that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm good on Oprah. Um, a lot of it is 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 her talking about building up to doing the tour, and then doing the tour, and then and then there's a point where where she's talking about some of her biggest letdowns or things that. Uh, she felt bad about after leaving the White House, and she commented that um, it was because my folks didn't come out. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking that, that that's the point where I turned it off pretty much. Because I was like, wait, did she just put Donald Trump in office and lay the blame on black people? Not white women which was the largest demographic that turned out for him like the largest disparity in demographic everyone thought that white women were going for hillary nope (laughs) she couldn't even get her own demographic her own general demographic and you're blaming black people michelle 
I love you to death, girl, but fall the fuck back all the way back. That is so dismissive and rude and just, and then it's so unbecoming of her because she's aware of all the bullshit that's going on. Mm-hmm. But I also can't take for granted that she's part of that class now. Her husband is, 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 is she's in lockstep with her husband. Mm-hmm. And, and, yes. and while I, and that's another thing that I can't fault her for that. You know what I mean? I, I absolutely don't fault her for that. But I just want to make the point that it definitely was not black people's fault that, that Donald Trump was in office. <laughs> Guaranteed that is a wrong statement for Miss Obama. Bad faith politicians. The opposition vote. The voter suppression taking the nomination from Bernie. All of these things yeah. contributed. Not campaigning in Michigan. All of these things are very valid reasons as to why Hillary lost. The least of which is black people didn't want to vote for someone who called them super predators and whose husband was un- <laughs> doubled down on it. But curious, she's got hot sauce in her purse. So <laughs> I love you, Michelle, but you're wrong. And I really hope at some point the Obamas decide to utilize this privilege that they've been bequeathed because of their their service to the military industrial complex and do something that will leave a better legacy than just having bombed the living shit out of Yemen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was literally like if you if what's the most money what program used the most money under the Obama administration? Fun fact, drone program. They dropped the most bombs on Yemen. So if that, if that's what he wants his legacy to be, then say la vie. He's very successful in that. But in any hopes that he would leave another legacy, I hope that they do something with this other than just continue to, to rake in money off of talking to, to, to billionaires and making Netflix movies. Because they got bread. And I'm not hating on their wealth. They got the bread, bruh. They're protected for the rest of their lives by the Secret Service. Like, you're good. You can do whatever you want. Like, like you know what I mean? You're not beholden to the same kind of things that, like, you know what I mean? Like, other people who... You, Who's saying they're not doing what they want, though? True. You're right. And they are. And they could be. And if they are, then fuck them. But if they are really interested in, in being the people who people thought that they were, you know, like the change people, the hopey changey shit as uh sarah palin would say then come on you know stop stop gaslighting us and 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 blaming trump on on black people like that's mm, that's not a good faith argument in my opinion it's 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 as delusional as hillary thinking that uh her loss was because of misogyny (laughs) this it's the same level of delusion but yeah that's all I've been really watching, and uh, sorry I had to turn that into a tirade on, on how much I did not like that that becoming documentary. But I'm sure that there's there's a huge audience for it. I'm guaranteeing you, I'm in the minority, and so even though I pretty much disliked it greatly, I'll highly recommend it. Yeah, it's just not your demographic. Because <laughs> because I'm perfectly aware that it was not for me, <laughs> whatsoever. 
but uh, my only gripe was that comment honestly because the rest of it was relatively benign for the most part like you really like she played some kirk franklin music she talked <laughs> you know what i mean she talked she showed That's how right. flustered her team was at the at, at seeing how packed the stadium was for her books book i don't know whatever talk with oprah you know what i mean like i i get it there's nothing to hate on in that it just wasn't entertaining to me and then it got to the point where she just became critical of black people and i was like you know what let me not keep on going with this because it's not it's just not me you know what i mean but i'm sure there's people who will who will enjoy it um especially it's trending on netflix so obviously there's people enjoying it because there's what thousands of things on netflix and only 10 of them get the trend to be fair they pay for that shit every single motherfucker that's trending in that spot that is you're not wrong (laughs) you feel me that's how you get to the trending spot. I mean, sure, you could make something like Tiger King and it like just completely blows everything out of the water and it gets there on its own. But most likely you, you pay to promote your shit when it fucking when you put it on Netflix. If you ain't, for if the you most ain't part. paying to put that shit on the front page, then you're basically hoping someone Hail Marys and stumbles into it during a scrolling spree one day. Yeah. Which I have stumbled into a couple movies like that. Yeah, because there were you know, you You'll eventually start going deeper into the rabbit hole as you yeah, as you yeah. watch everything. That's how I saw the endless was just mm-hmm. it was a scrolling and that little clip happened to get me. Yo, those those previews they put in the in the the scrolling ad in the banner mm-hmm. that them previews be spoilerific. <laughs> I love them shit. Be the man. whole movie for you, <laughs> condensed. They do. They be like in a mad crucial spot. That's like it's funny because I don't really mind those as much, but I don't watch anime intros because anime intros almost always have spoilers Hell spoilerific, in it. yeah so then when i learned that i stopped watching anime's uh intros but i don't really mind the little netflix clip things i'll be like hmm, what's going on tell me tell me what's mm-hmm. happening in the movie yeah that's what's up but yeah before we move on into the um news topics i just want to give a r.i.p to um ahmaud arbery yeah for sure. a young man who was who's li- essentially lynched in in um georgia in georgia and it's it's a real testament you know what i mean like and because it's a real esoteric thing to say that black men are a hunted are a hunted demographic but we are to the point where those men committed murder on camera the police had the tape and it took them three months to issue an arrest and that was only after a public outcry. Mm-hmm. So miss me with the bullshit. You know what I mean? I'm I'm I, I'm tired of people who who engage with the African American uh, community as if what we are experiencing isn't explicitly different than any other fucking demographic in this goddamn country. And I say these words in this man's memory because I hope that this is a powder keg. Something's got to change from this. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That was absurd. And and it's not the absurdity of the racism. I see that. I know that exists. Like I'm not fooled, you know what I mean, by by the by the the bullshit left uh liberal uh sphere that wants to always pity pat around the racist origins of this country. I'm I I know this kind of shit happens. It's the fact that it goes to the authorities in Georgia. I I thought that Georgia was 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 in a different place. But obviously it's not. They had that 
for three months and only by the graces of God that came out to the public. Mm-hmm. If that shit didn't go national, those, nothing would have happened. Those fucking murderers would be on the street right now flaunting the fact that they were able to kill a black man in cold Kudos blood. To whoever kept pushing to make it go national. Nah, somebody took that shit and made it. Nah, mm-hmm. that shit was leaked. Yep, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's precisely that person. who I'm talking about. Because because if they hadn't done that, that shit would have stayed oh, absolutely. in Jordan. Nothing would have happened. Absolutely, that dude had 20 years in the police force in there. Like the fuck, even the son is like related to the or worked mm-hmm. for the DA at some point or some shit. So it, it, it's a, it's absurd. So so miss me with that. We need to engage with this system. <laughs> miss me with it. Because it, it, the system, what? How is Joe Biden going to fix that? How the fuck is Joe Biden going to fix that? That's my question. Because I've never seen a president say anything to the police ever in my fucking life, never <laughs> once. And I'm and I'm already getting a little bit turned up early. But this is one. This one, it it always pains me because I I have a very high degree of empathy with people. I don't see very much of a difference between him and me. In that situation, he was performing something that I could very easily do at any moment. And so you got to understand that's that's why black people live in fear, because there's there's no we don't see how what that person did that made them that made this exclusive to them. So it could be anybody. This could happen to any one of us. And then, you know. You follow DL Hughley on Twitter, boy. You're gonna get a whole slew of these shits. There's a dude over over in, in Boyle Heights. The dude has his hand. He, he I don't know. So large, bald headed dude, light skinned, had his back turned to the camera. Oh, the dude that got beat up by the cop. And the, now he didn't even get beat up by the cop. That cop was a pussy. He was barely landing none of them hits. Yo, that dude stood his feet the whole time. That nigga was a G. I'm not even gonna give that cop the fucking. The, the 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 slightest inkling of anything to say that because that nigga stood on his feet and so took the cop every one of those that assaulted the, yes. the man that was already yes. in custody yes. basically and then his other fucking officer buddy just sitting there Standing watching there, him just looking yep watching and they pull up and he's like he assaulted me and I'm like this is what I mean this nigga's such a pussy that he couldn't even own that no I fucking tried to whoop his ass he's gonna tell he's gonna give the bullshit reasoning that he assaulted me first. And once again, by the graces of God, somebody had that shit on their phone. Like, look at this motherfucking pig over here assaulting this man with his back turned. You know what I mean? Like, and then they, but they want us to trust them. <laughs> then they, then they want to circulate the video of, of the dude in, uh, at the basketball court who hits the, the three point shot from outside the fence. <laughs> like, oh, cause there's, there's two cops standing outside the fence talking with the kids and they threw a ball to them or one of the balls came, came out the fence. And so he took the shot, made, Ooh, everybody loves him. And it's like, yo, <laughs> I appreciate that. And that's awesome that he has that rapport with the community, but it's a very benign interaction. Like niggas is getting shot in the street. And the police are letting it happen. But these people are getting shot by ex-police. So that that right there, I really hope this is a catalyst for change. I don't want to use the term powder keg because that that, that implies a violent explosion. And I don't want to be the, the, the one fomenting, you know, any I don't want to foment anything when when all the violence that has to have happened has already happened. Hopefully we, the rest of this can be resolved, which I know. 
I, I'm aware of reality, but those are my hopes that this can be a catalyst that's revelatory. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, you know, destructive. But yeah, no, I just wanted to get that out because man, that shit. Because you're watching the video at first, and you you and then you're thinking the person in the car behind is a bystander, and then to find out that that nigga was in on the lynching. Like, yeah, it it was just too much. It was just too much. <clears throat> if they if, if they think that this is how it's gonna go down, especially now that it's in the public eye, all right. Yo, there's way. I don't know. Listen, I stay in my house, and there's a good reason as to why. But yeah, there's tons of shit going on around the world. Uh, Venezuela picked up some U.S. troops trying to infiltrate. (laughs) I don't think that they were U.S. troops, but I think that they were American private contractors attempting to uh, foment a coup in Venezuela to install Juan Guaido. I think it's her trash. Epic trash. You know I mean? Like, how bad is that? Like, got Trump's got Bolton. his own Bay of Pigs now. Got John Bolton setting up tweets on, on fucking Twitter that don't come true and shit. Well. <laughs> There'll be a new dawn in Venezuela today or some stupid ass Oh, is that what he said? And then the nigga got caught? Hell yeah. Did Did he delete the tweet? I don't remember. Oh, man. That's savage. This nigga. (laughs) But he he put up some cryptic ass shit like that. Like the day before them niggas got arrested. Love. Eight out of the ten niggas got killed. Nigga, you got a ten man squad trying to infiltrate a big ass country like Venezuela? I got no faith in these niggas, bro. That's why I got no faith in them. You know what? They, did, they probably instead of choosing the best people for the job they probably chose someone that they know they oh yeah 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 they were private contractors they were probably really? some the Blackwater uh, somebody, rejects somebody who got connections to the top but none of the skills to go with it ain't that a damn Old shame clouds that's crazy but yeah niggas watching too many narcos too many narco episodes bro it ain't that easy it's nah bro you gonna have to come a lot more correct than that and Venezuela oh, like the shit. thing is is like I, you know what the problem well, is I think that people believe I think people believe the propaganda against Venezuela and while Venezuela absolutely has its own issues they 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 can they know how to maintain their sovereignty there's a reason why they haven't collapsed yet right <laughs> got a little bit of experience but yeah, man. Speaking of Twitter, and I was on Twitter, and it introduced me to this term, "new blacks." Are you new familiar blacks? with this? No, I'm not. That's hilarious. Now I'm not a. I am not a. I'm not a <laughs> expert on this. I don't know shit on shit on this. All I know uh, is what I've been reading, trying to ascertain because I, I I was trying to engage with it. Like it was like, is this a thing? <laughs> And it and half of the people engaged it like it was a thing, and then half of the people did not. Put the pussy on a chain wax. Like it's not a thing. thing, It's not a thing. But from my understanding, new blacks is a term for African Americans who are not from the lower middle class to, to, to lower socioeconomic background. And so they're unfamiliar with a large portion of African-American culture, because if you're raised in the suburbs, then you might not be familiar with things that are very prevalent in African-American culture. Okay. But, um, but why are they called new blacks? I don't know, but I guess it's because they're new to black things. 
Like they usually consume things that are stereotypically white. And in getting older, the part, the thing is, is that young black people in white society are tolerated. But as you get older, they start treating you with your blackness. And so you take you get shunted out of the normal groups into your into the socio demographic in which you were meant to be in and so because of that you start encountering things that you might not have been familiar with that are very common in in the zeitgeist of african americans this is just what i ascertained from having perused this twitter feed it is a very extensive there's like twenty six thousand tweets so it's like what is this a thing like i don't know i have no idea what's going on right now but yeah so it's pretty funny it was funny because i guess it started with a uh with a tweet about (laughs) new blacks be watching shit like they're the first ones to ever have seen it and it's like that is a phenomenon that i am familiar with people seeing things like i'm watching soul plane but usually it's white people but i could see as to how there's a demographic of african-americans who are not privy to this this kind of hey, subculture man, i've never seen soul plane that's you know a conscious but you're fam- you're familiar with all of the tropes presented in soul plane. yeah it's a conscious like, decision you wouldn't you would not have to like you wouldn't be surprised like you would none of the reference in the references in that movie and you'd also know the name of half the actors. Very true. Very different. New black people like, who's this? Who's this African guy who's the co-pilot? He's funny. Yo, yeah, yo, like, nigga, that's Godfrey. Nigga, you don't know Godfrey? It's like, huh, Snoop Dogg eats mushrooms? Like, nigga, are you stupid? <laughs> what is going on right now? Like, why is this heavy set black woman so aggressive? Like, that's Monique, oh, bitch. What the fuck is wrong oh, with you? Ask her that's her character. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like. <laughs> I guess it's new black <laughs> when you experience black things for the first time and act like, oh, this is this. Is, oh, you like you get braids and now like, you know, everything about braids. <laughs> like, nigga, what is, uh, what is wrong with yes. you? Oh, speaking of black things or do black things, especially. I just want to grow up and I do did, black things. <laughs> I did start watching. I want to give a shout out to um, uh, what is it? Um, a black lady sketch comedy show. Yeah, uh, a black girl sketch. A black show. girl sketch comedy show. Yeah, I, I, I fucks with that show. Like they. I seen one sketch real quick, and then you showed me another. Yeah, that show's good. Yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah, the Romeo and Juliet one. I was so impressed with that that I was like, yo. No, but I have to show it to somebody who's gonna appreciate it because like that that. Mm-hmm. It'll fly over the head of of like a lot of people. They don't don't understand really what how deep it actually goes. That sketch is so the well level of 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 writing that went into that sketch. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that I don't think that anyone really is going to engage that with the level of wit respect that it deserves. That, <laughs> that it was so well written. Also, shout out to the actors for, I don't know how yeah. many takes it took them to be able to nail that, but well fucking done, guys. That was well, so good. I, I have a lot of faith in, um, damn, what's his name? Everybody hates Chris, dude. No, I don't remember. Man, I feel really name. bad because I like him. I've seen him in, in three things, and I've enjoyed watching him in all of them, and I look forward to seeing him in, in, in more things as he grows because he's very young, mm-hmm. and so I really feel bad that I don't know his name. <laughs> but yeah no he did you're absolutely right the performances were amazing like but i I really what it's called black black girl sketch comedy show yeah 
and um it's the romeo i just typed in romeo with the name of the show and it came up it's like a romeo <laughs> and juliet parody yeah it's, his name is um tyler james williams tyler james that's right his name is tyler absolutely yes um, and, um it's called uh what is it roman jalissa roman jalissa yes and they i don't want to ruin it check it out <laughs> yeah. it's very well written yeah, it's, if, if, it's... if you can appreciate if you can appreciate you know literature in any degree you'll be able to really appreciate this sketch and that's and i love to see in like black girl sketch comedy show with some high level shit like that yeah yes bitch get them that's what i'm talking about it's really funny because i i went down a little bit of a youtube rabbit hole of some of their sketches and a lot of their sketches ends with like really really interesting scientific twists to them like i really really like that there was one that was so like down to earth and really normal like they were in a black um they were in a black diner and you know it had all the stereotypes of like a black run business uh there was mm -hmm. only one lady working there like half the stuff on the menu wasn't available like all kinds of crap but at the end of it they end up getting stuck in a time loop sort of like um uh uh, uh it's like a combination of a time loop in addition to um what the hell is the name of the end of that movie with Jack Nicholson and here's Johnny and Bang. Uh, Shining. Yes. So it's like it's sort of like a combination of those two things how how wow. the sketch ends. So it's you just feel there was another one too where it was like um where it was like stealing your moves on the dance floor and the way it ends <laughs> it was just. You know what I mean? I really like that. They got some smart writers on there. I fucked with that show. Well, Robin Thede, I'm a huge fan of Robin Thede. Yes. Um, and I recognize a lot of the other women on there. I just don't remember their names off the top of my head. But um, yeah, no, I just, I've always been a huge fan of hers. But yeah, that's cool. Speaking of black comedians, man, I was watching an interview with DL and I was just, I was hugely disappointed in his take on, on voting for Biden. And I just don't, I don't understand why African-American leaders don't focus more on the community building aspect of it. And I'm not saying that they don't do that at all. And I'm sure community, uh, DL does tons in his community. But why don't, if, if you've done all you can in your community, link to another community. We got to start creating a more robust network of strong communities so that when things so when there is a uh, a candidate like like bernie we don't get like shafted by a jim clyburn and he doesn't have so much sway in our community that he can turn the black vote unless he's just outright cheating the vote which in that case once again makes it pointless to work in that system um but it's not i don't think that focusing on national politics in the least whatsoever is in our best interest because the people who are put in, I don't believe, what is Joe Biden going to do about police brutality? He was for the crime bill. He is for the jailing of young black and brown men around this country. He is pro that. And that's something that affects you on the street, close to your home. So how does he affect those things? And he doesn't. So how do you get those things fixed? Well, you, you vote in politicians locally that are going to put pressure on the police to do the right thing and hire people and have them train in ways and, and put civilian oversight boards ahead of them and, and make sure that police who com commit malfeasance are, are, are punished. You know what I mean? 
that's the only way those kind of things are going to change. If you do, if you, if you don't like that there's a food desert in your community, then organize people to get a lot and start growing fresh produce. That's going to change. You know what I mean? Like we have real problems in this bitch. We have real problems in our communities. Joe Biden ain't going to fix not one of them. And Donald Trump ain't making none of them worse. And if you're worried about the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court ain't never been on our side to begin with. They ain't, they ain't going to be on our side. It doesn't matter who's on the Supreme Court. It doesn't fucking matter whatsoever. Yes, the, the, it, it seems like the most important thing that the Supreme Court does is determine whether you can get an abortion or not. It's like the only thing that the Supreme Court does that, that affects everyday people. Because a lot of that other shit, the fact they have to legislate away racism is why racism still exists. Because you can't legislate someone's fucking bigotry. You got to deal with them. You got to deal with the things that put them in that mindset. Because I don't believe people are born like that. I believe it's something that's passed on to them because of, of, of a system that is perpetuated. And if you don't deal with that system, then none of the other shit that you're going to do is going to ever make a, make a difference. And Joe Biden ain't trying to attack the system that creates racism. And so I was really disappointed to hear DL go in so hard and, and call for people to vote for him. And moreover, they, you know, it's just this whole thing with Diddy. And I'm just like, we don't got no black leaders, man. We don't got no, like the black leaders, like the ones that we have, we don't deserve. You know what I mean? Like we got Nina Turner's and we got Cornell West's, you know what I mean? But we don't listen to them. <laughs> it's like, those are the people we should be listening to. But yeah, we listening to DL and Diddy. This don't make no fucking sense. We have good black leaders and we don't listen to them. And so that's what I mean by making robust communities. Because in your community, you could help to educate the people about who they can look to on a national scale to get some shit done. But. We don't have strong enough communities to get that information out because nobody knows, you know what I mean, that, that congressman base is over here trying to do big things to help, help, you know, her constituency. Nobody really knows. Nobody knows how you can create a caucus with Congress people across many states and that caucus can carry power. That's what the Congressional Black Caucus technically is supposed to be. It's just a group of niggas who decided that they're going to work for the best interests of niggas. Now, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> but that doesn't stop us from, from, from organizing our own statesmen to replace them. And the only way we could do that is by having communities that can then show out. And so, and so that when they can't deny that we have influence over people and that the influence that they thought they used to have through the old Black League is gone... Ain't nothing going to change. And so I, I would wish that the Charlemagnes and the DLs would do something about that because they have the voice and platform to do that. I mean, I sit here and I shout into the darkness on this podcast, but you know what I mean? I, I, that's all I can do. It's not safe outside. I got responsibilities at home. I got shit to do. I can't, I can't be out there doing that. That part of my life is behind me. And so those people who do already have the eyes on their platform, they got to be giving us more substantive advice than, than, than vote for Biden. They really do. I mean, for the best interests of the community, I don't give a shit. What they do is very matters very little to what I am going to do. I'm, I'm genuinely going to do whatever I think is in my best interest. But there's people out there who do need leadership. 
and and that's that's where the abdication uh is the most obvious but yeah what else been going on man a nevada nurse out here blowing the whistle on ny hospitals they're just saying what we all knew <laughs> that um they were just not giving service to african-american and minority patients they literally would just not they were they were a lot of the nurses were were negligent in the care of them in the first place by giving them like the wrong diabetes medication things like that for patients that were there and now now let me give a little bit of background because i don't know too much about the story but this was a nurse who was centered in a hospital in nevada I'm not sure what I think it was Carson um in Carson Nevada and she was in New York aiding as a volunteer nurse in a hospital and I guess after a, a, a set amount of time she she had accumulated so many of these bad experiences that she's she was on Instagram live just bawling out her tears and talking about all the shit that's been going on and how poorly like she was I guess completely unaware of how poorly they treat minorities in hospitals like because trust me don't get it wrong Nevada is a very racist state it's it's just as racist and it's crazy because there's like a white Hispanic coalition. And then, like, the blacks get shit on heavy out there, dude. Like, really bad. It's hard being black in Nevada. Believe that. But um, that that being aside, in the hospitals, you can expect good care. Like, a lot, like, the piece she was familiar with, in the hospital, you give everyone good care, no matter what. Right. She and, and to see how the hospital services were administered in New York were broke her. And I'm just like, yeah, baby, that's that East Coast racism, baby. That's how we do this. That's that exquisite hey, racism. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. She oh yeah, no, make that's, it, bro. And, and 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 I just thought that that was really uh, pointed. That there is a limit. Like people, we listen. I don't think America really has a problem with the racism itself. Mm-hmm. Facts. I think. It's the it's, effects it, of it. That they yeah, it's the on. fact that it has no boundaries. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, America doesn't mind if you're fat. You just can't be, be morbidly obese. You know what <laughs> I mean? And even then, they'll get you. If you can fit on the scooter, then you're cool. You know what I mean? Like, they'll give you. But it's when it's when it's now it's like, even in the hospitals, you let people die? Normal people, even at that point, normal people are like, guys. This is a hospital. You took the Hippocratic <laughs> oath. Like, well, then just don't let them in the hospital. Just don't let them in the hospital then. If you're just not going to give them service, but we got to let them in the hospital from federal funds. Ugh. You know what I mean? Like, it's really. But anyway, <clears throat> needless to say, she was she was dropping. She was giving all the tea, uh, dropping all the dimes. But I love that, dude. Like, that, like there's certain secrets that are meant to be kept. That's not one of them. Facts. If you see people fucking com- completely, g- completely neglecting their job based on racist precepts that they have, yeah, you should probably drop a dime or two. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna break out the the the, the snitch jacket on you. You know what I mean? Like you're good, <laughs> you straight. That, that's whistleblowing. The snitch jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Takashi approved. But yeah, no, I just thought that that was real interesting. I was like, man, it was once again, 
once again, one of the things that make me think that these numbers of deaths is artificially inflated. Like everyone's like, oh, this, this yeah. isn't even all the deaths. And I'm like, actually, I think that this is probably more deaths than actually needed to happen. And that has nothing to do with the administration. And has everything to do with the fact that our fucking medical system is trash league. It is in the trash league. It's not even Bush League. It's not even bronze, bruh. It's trash league. Because <laughs> it's, it's only meant to keep you going. You feel me? It's meant it's to keep meant to keep. We just gotta keep you breathing. You don't have to live well. <laughs> feel me? It's not about handling crisis. It's about like keeping the 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 machine moving. Yeah, man, that shit's crazy. But yeah, it. I, I saw something in the IG files, the IG live files. Mm -hmm. I got to start making like a backlog of like the crazy shit that I'd be seeing on IG live now because man, <laughs> I'm I like, and, and I don't doubt that all this crazy shit was happening before, but like with quarantine, the, 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 like there's way more of it. Mm -hmm. The density of stupid shit is way high. Yeah. Idle hands, bro. But I had, I actually wanted to get your opinion on this one. Fuck. Oh yeah, absolutely, bro. Come on, man. Your brain is a motive device. It is meant to move your body. It is meant to move your body. Your your brain does two things. It predicts the immediate future and it moves your body. If you don't give it, if you don't give it outlets to do that, boy, it's gonna Start encourage you to do some dumb shit. shit. Yeah, hell yeah. If you don't <laughs> start throwing ideas together that don't belong together <laughs> in the first place, man. But yeah. Um, there was an interesting um, live where there's a black couple with their child in the back seat gets pulled over, um, and the guy is knows that he's being pulled over because of racial profiling, and so he's doing that you know sovereign American king shit oh, where Jesus Christ. and it gets to a point his girl lets him go on and it gets to a point. And she's like, nigga, you need to stop playing before we get shot. Thank you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and and so, but I think that this was, I think this is a situation that, that does, that deserves a little bit of analysis because granted at this point, the kid was way too young to actually pick up anything that was going on. Going on. Yeah, and so that's not... at that point, what fight are you fighting? But. I would like to entertain the hypothetical of what if that child was old enough to get an example of what was being done right now. And not for nothing, this was a poor example for that man to try to stand on because I think the cop knew he was being videotaped. And so he was being very, very like judicious with how he behaved. Not even that. Are you familiar with the whole sovereign citizen movement? And oh, I was West just using... Um, excuse me. I was using that flippantly. I don't actually know if he's part of that. I just. Oh, but if you said, but he was, was he doing it like said, that. Okay. No, nah, like there's like, only oh, no, a I know my rights. type of people. What's your badge number? That. What's your name? And like, oh, nigga, oh, why oh. are you asking this cop so oh, many questions that. right now? I thought he was being like, oh, I'm not a a, a person. I am. Oh no 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 no. Okay, that okay, shit was good, funny good, though. Good, I know what you're okay. talking about. Okay. No no no. But he was just being he was being standoffish with the cop, but within his rights to be standoffish. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it just, it was, I do believe that you do have to stand up in front. Like you can't let people treat you any old type of way in front of your child. Mm -hmm. Cause that's one thing that I always respected my father for was like, people didn't treat my dad any old way. No, nah, nay, no, not happening. And it was a good example for me to at least know like, 
there has to be some boundaries boundaries yeah. of to how you're that. going to behave in my presence or if not then we got to choose not to be in each other's presence mm-hmm. you know and so i do respect very much his inclination to stand up for his rights when his child is is watching him but given the reality of the situation I absolutely agree. She's probably saved his life. Like, yeah, you got to approach that situation with a bit more nuance, Margie. Yeah, man. I mean, like... Talking to cops any old spicy way. The old cops been firing off on people. In New York, they got like three cases right now of videotapes of, yo, the cop firing on the dude with for not wearing a mask. <laughs> and then turning around, seeing a nigga, another nigga walk up and tasing him. And I'm like, what is this nigga? He's going crazy. Up the streets. He's mad with Asperger's. Bro, he's cleaning up the streets, bro. Bro. And I'm just like, what is he doing? Yo, like he's living his own streets of rage life, Monty. You know what I'm saying? Just and so have that fantasy. I, I only comment on that hyperbolically to say, um, you gotta be careful. Cause if the cop gets feels the slightest bit disrespect. He'll kill you, mm-hmm. and they'll let him off. Yep. He'll make some shit up, and they will never, depending on who it is, they'll never double check it. And, and, and unless you have people who love you, who 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 are, are willing to fight, mm-hmm. that's why uh, uh, the Arboreys, Not even boy, just willing, but also have the resources. The resources? That's exactly. The Arboreys, I give them so much love because they've been nothing but patient. And stalwart in their time waiting for justice. Man. And 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 then on top of that, you want to hear the fuck shit. And this is why this is why I have zero faith in this country. And fuck you if you think that, you know, I'm overly dramatic saying so. Georgia only has two statutes: murder and manslaughter. Murder is death penalty, manslaughter lets you off. There's nothing in between. So they don't even get life in jail. And so you're going to have to prove to the jury, which to me, obviously they deserve to be killed. Obviously these men deserve the death penalty. They murdered a man in cold blood. Mm -hmm. They deserve to be retributed with their life because there is no life in prison for murder. There's death penalty for murder in Georgia. And so these men are going to get off with... Uh, they're gonna get to see the light of day again, if 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 the jury puts them on a manslaughter charge, and that is no justice. That is no fucking justice. And if they fucking acquit those men, on it'll just be another nail in the coffin of me saying fuck this place because it's just you cannot do that to people. They murdered that boy in cold blood, and they're gonna let those men. And God forbid that young man did anything wrong in his life <laughs> very facts yeah, they would have validated true. his murder but yet the men who murdered him in cold blood will be let go they will see the light of day again and you want me to respect this place you want me to respect this flag and you want me to respect all these laws all right my g right on you live in your delusion i'll live in mine because <laughs> i'm not gonna play that game no sir bob you want me to vote for niggas that's guy that's rapist and fucking liars and 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 this is the this is the this is what you want me to respect i'm straight i'm good you know what i mean like i'll live here i'll be productive i'll be a good citizen but i will not respect it i will not (laughs) jeff i cannot (laughs) but yeah that shit that shit was crazy but i just wanted to see see your opinion on that because 
You got to be careful. You do got to be super careful. You just gotta, you gotta use your common sense, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I totally understand standing up for yourself, but I also don't understand being a martyr. You feel me? Like, don't, don't volunteer to be a martyr for nothing. Like, in most yeah. cases, your name will just be thrown away. And I, I wouldn't say I never believe in martyrdom, but the bar is super high. That's yeah, not it. Sure. That's not the. That's not the ledge not to the jump time. off. Yeah, like that was not necessary. Just shut the fuck up. Especially, and it, it, the thing is, and he got his piece in. And then that's where I was kind of just like, stop, dude, because he got his piece in <laughs> and she let him get his piece off. And then the, the cop came back and was trying to be, and then he came back again and she's like, nigga, you're going to get a shot. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she was right. And she was right. She was right. Because because at first inclination, I was a little bit upset at her. Like, man, oh I got your niggas back. You can't have your man back. This nigga's clearly trying to stand on something. But she's back. right. Yeah, and, and, and she did have her his back in her own way. Hell I hope yeah, that but... I hope that the 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 ensuing conversation wasn't contentious. <laughs> Cause I could see how he would be a little bit upset with with her initial uh, reaction. Nah, bro, that ain't the time, man. I mean, like you said, if you got his piece in, then you know what I mean. You gotta learn to cook when you're ahead. Like, what's what's there to gain by by doing that shit? True story. All right. Well, there was actually that at least leads into another little topic that I think that we can expound on a bit. Um, how to deal with relationship stress, and this this is this is playing off of the IG files because there was two IG or I don't know if these were on IG, but there were videos that were posted to Instagram, mm-hmm. um, where. You have two very bad relationship uh, uh, situations that escalate, okay? One in which you have a wife catching her husband in an orgy <laughs> and pulling out a gun <laughs> and presenting the pistola, and oh, now their family is, is ruined. And another one where a man on his home surveillance camera catches his wife giving his best friend a blowjob so then he then shows up shoots her in the head yeah and shoots himself in the head now obviously i I mean i'll ask your opinion but obviously i stand on the side of these were not the right answers definitely not they weren't the right answers but i completely understand how you get there absolutely absolutely you know what i mean like people have started when you fuck with people's hearts they do irrational things now my thing is is that i i don't i'm not going to justify any of the behaviors of the of the um infidel infidelity but where where and how do you address that that doesn't just that this this wasn't just an isolated incident in a vacuum. There were things that led up to this. Definitely. That's always what I say, too. And so before things get to this point, you know, because clearly at this point, it's a foregone conclusion. You know, the, you overreacted. One of the gentlemen maximally and the, the young lady will her marriage is done. There's restraining orders, kids involved, all kinds of stuff. How do you go about dealing with intense relationship stress prior to an explosion? Because these are marriages, but marriage isn't the only relationship circumstance that could 
put you in a place where you just can't leave. You can't walk away. Right. You know what I mean? Hopefully it's it's something tangible and not something like a dependency. Mm-hmm. Like the, I can tell yeah, you this much. If if you are in a relationship because of dependency and there is relationship stress, you there is only one answer, and that is for you to do whatever it is that you have to do to become self-sufficient. Yep. It is untenable for you to think that there will be a less stressed situation if you are leaning on someone else for all of your needs. So if it's a dependency issue that's keeping you in your relationship, I, there's only one answer. There literally is only one answer. But in the event that maybe there's a child in the relationship... Maybe there's marriage. Maybe there's a genuine love and the two people want to work it out. But the problem with relationships is that you live most of your life outside of the relationship. And so you've built up, you are a person going into the relationship. And sometimes you might have traits that aren't compatible with the relationship. Mm -hmm. And you desperately want to change those traits, but they are habits. They are traits. You have worked on them for so long, it's going to take at least as much time to break those habits. Right, right. But that doesn't mean that your relationships is going to be on hold while you unlearn your habits. You're still in the relationship while you have those bad habits. And so you might be in a situation where you genuinely love someone, but you're working on a bad habit. For me, myself, I'll be very upfront with it. I, I, I yell. And I curse. That's my thing. I don't hit nobody. I don't lie on nobody. I don't steal from nobody. I don't do those things. I don't. I don't. I don't have the. Thank God, I don't have the vice of wanting to go out and fuck other women. Because <laughs> it's no. It's it's definitely something that's like in you. Because I I have a very high libido, and I have never once wanted to cheat on my girlfriend. Never once wanted to go out and, 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 and find another woman to build a connection with to then sleep with. Right. I've never wanted to, and I've never, and I'm just not into one night stands. That's what I'm saying. It has to be in you. You have to, ha- you have to like certain type of things like fucking random chicks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you have to dice. like, you like rolling the dice and the smell of a girl's pussy. I don't. <laughs> I like to know what that pussy smells like before I go down there. That's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Yeah. You have to have certain traits. I don't have that particular negative trait. I have the hyper-aggressive yelling trait. And that's what I'm working on. And I have to work on that while I'm in a relationship. And so there's times when I might yell. And that might be a deal breaker for my significant other. And we live in a time where people are very soft. (laughs) Yeah, People are very soft. I lived in... I grew up in a time... Where if the worst thing you did was yell at someone, nigga, you straight. Use good money. You mean you do everything else though, right? Like you pay the bills. You take care of everything. You take care of the kids. You know what I mean? You do things for your significant other. Like you talk to them. You engage them. Like you're there though, right? But the problem is, is that one, you scream, all right, good money. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> right, not, a, right. that's not it today. That is not it. This, this, this generation, don't rock with that. And so I got to learn to update my behavior for the proper way of being in a relationship now. But how do you deal with that interim, those hard times? Right. I mean, do you have any words on how, well, I don't know. Do, is that something that you choose to engage in? 
Um, usually that's not. <clears throat> Luckily, I never have had such intense issues. But really, for me, I I just tend to be very even keeled, and I'll return. I usually return to zero fairly easily, right? So even if something does get me to that point, it's very easy for me to hit that that reset by just by with a little bit of distance. See, my problem is I feathered the clutch. Yeah. Feather clutch as I'm still at them high RPMs. It just dipped. It just dipped. I'm still right here. You can still say one word and I could be right back. That's I could be right funny. back at red line, baby. Let's do this. See, it, it's hard for me. Yeah, I think it's definitely like a like a personality thing. But also, I, I I've had um, there's re- I've only really had one truly difficult relationship, and that wasn't really a relationship. It was just it wasn't something that was well, that really wasn't supposed to be. But you know, I, I are any relationships supposed to be? Not joking. I'm just joking. I'm totally joking. <laughs> I'm totally joking. But, <laughs> You know, this one was... was Wait, can you tell my girl listen to this? Next, you know, <laughs> next episode, I'm crying on the intro. <laughs> oh, Damn. <laughs> but it's... I don't know. When it gets that intense, I feel like the best thing is a little bit of just like... Uh, I just need to step away and clear my head for a little bit. You know what I mean? Just kind of chill. And that usually helps me kind of reset. See, I'm not a step away kind of person. Like I'm like, yo, let, let's let's deal with this. But the, my problem is, is like... Like just if my thing is is like I won't get that upset if you just address what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that's that's the problem is like I hate having a conversation with someone who will not who will not address what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like like yeah. I hear you, and I might be talking at the same time as you, but I'm literally talking about what you're saying. Right. Like you're saying things, and I am literally responding to what you're saying. Like I know that's not a popular conversational method. Not a lot of people <laughs> like to speak like that, and I get it, but. At least I'm listening to what you're saying. At least if you stop and say, what did I just say? I'll tell you exactly what you said. I'll tell you how I felt about what you said. I'll tell you what you meant. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I'm listening to you. But when the other end is just, like, not acknowledging anything that you say, I just, I, it's just all the way up. It's just, I, I have no chill for that. I have zero chill for that. I'm the opposite. I just shut down, man. So, for myself, at least... I find that it's indispensable to have a third party. I, I, I couldn't have a relationship right now in my current state without an objective third party to to talk to every six months so that when we have one of these, you know, knockout like arguments that we can go to and that she trusts and I trust and we can both speak. And, and and I know not everyone has a support network like that, but I, all yeah, I know is crucial. that if you are in a situation in which you are trying to make something work and emotional and you want to do so in, in a non-domineering way, that third party is indispensable. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm lucky. My parents don't give a fuck about me enough to, to take up for my side. So she loves telling my parents about the shit that I do. Because they all rat- they ratify exactly what she says, uh, which is fine because they're not here. They don't actually know what's going on, and I'm not actually insane. And so I don't mind that they take her side on those things because it makes her feel better. But it, it helps because she needs to be heard, and my conversational style doesn't leave her with that feeling. Gotcha. And so 
it's very helpful. And also it helps for me to say things to other people because sometimes I do be crazy. Like I'm not perfect. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to claim that, but sometimes I'm stuck in my own rationale and I'm not giving the other person's idea full, full breath. You know what I mean? Right. Because a lot of times what that shows you is like, not nobody's right. Actually, it's a situation where both of you were well within your rights. You just have to learn to respect each other. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to that, I have no problem with that because I do genuinely respect her as a person. And so that part I don't have a problem with. It's when we get into the part where we're trying to determine who's right and wrong that we always. And, and she, she's got that Latina pride like times a 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's like once we get into that confrontation. We might as well just walk, you know, chalk it up. It's not going to get fixed. Right. But when we can go to that third party, she can speak her piece. I speak my piece, get an objective opinion. And usually she then goes off and then just she feels better. She is cathartic to her. And so once she feels better, she can stop feeling like I'm attacking her. And then we can just address like, oh, so this which made you feel bad? Oh, well, that was unintentional. I'll try my best not to do that again. If, if, when I address you, can you not deal with me that way? Because you know that that's, that's a trigger for me. That's a no-no. Oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? And yeah, there's definitely. nothing that was inhibiting us from, from getting there 30 minutes prior. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing changed to, to get us to the, but we can do it now. Because that third party was present and able to. And I don't know, it sounds weird. And I don't want to. And I know that, like, it's your relationship is you and your significant other. But we that only works in a paradigm where one person dominates the other one. When you have two co-equal people, you need that third party. Definitely. Like, that's why marriage therapy, uh, couples therapy works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I just feel like people, people don't want to invite nobody into their relationship emotions. Yeah. And it's like, that's the fucking problem. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? You is into the emotions too deeply and you won't invite somebody else in there to get another thought. Vulnerability is relationship currency, man. If you shut oh, that out, man. you like and, deaden it. And that's the thing is, is that the third party circumvents being vulnerable with your significant other mm -hmm. absolutely because because that's clearly not happening at this point at some point you'll need to fix that and the third party won't be able to be there for that but the third party can help getting there yes you know what i mean help to bridge that gap so if there's anything i could say on that that that's really what i wanted to bring to this conversation is that if you're in a long-term relationship just for the health of the relationship even if you don't need it now have a healthy third party that you guys both know you can talk to. And even at the same time, you know, it doesn't have to be a therapist. Like for me, I'm lucky. My dad was there and she likes my dad a lot and my dad likes her a lot. And so it's really easy for them to gang up on me. And so it works well, <laughs> but you got to have someone there that you feel okay with to do that. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And that takes, that takes your, that's going to take your relationship to the next level. And then, also, you'll know when you've you'll know that you're growing when you don't need it anymore. The longer distance between that you needing that is your indication, so you can kind of get a gauge on it. It's just you know, it's just a way to be mindful about your relationship and not just let it take you for a ride because these rides can be bumpy, my G. <laughs> but yeah, man. So let's go ahead and wrap with that, man. I feel good with that. I feel good. That was, that was, that was, I, I feel like we had some, some, some substantive <laughs> conversation about something that might actually help someone's life. That's for sure. And it wasn't just me ranting angrily about the fucked up shit that goes on. <laughs> I'm trying to branch out. I hope people have noticed, but yeah. 
I'll go ahead and leave you with these words. Time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Follow us on Twitter at Home Heron. Peace. Take it easy.